Hello and welcome to another episode of Box Trick. I am your host, Matt Brady. Joining me, as always, is Two Beers, Thomas Davis. Thomas, how are you doing today? (laughs) I was doing good until somebody revealed my dark secret. Hey man, new show, new nickname, and (laughs) alongside him... Not a new nickname, that's an old nickname. Don't start that. It's a new nickname. It's a new nickname for Box Trick. And joining us today, and he will be joining us a lot more in the future, is Ezra Buckfutter69. Kurt, Ezra, how you doing? Oh, it's a throwback. It's a throwback to high school. It's a chess club. We had chess club shirts. Mine said Rambo. Ezra said Buckfutter69. He got in a lot of trouble for it. I got in a lot of trouble, man. I got thrown out of class. Like, I had to take, I had to turn my shirt inside out. It was terrible. Oh, it was. I don't know why lot. not. That seems like a perfectly uh, reasonable yeah. nickname. I mean, it does. It was great. So I don't know Jen... what you could derive from it. Like, <laughs> yeah, what does it mean? You know, I don't know. Just right. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, this is what I'm officially calling Box Trick 3.0 as we launch on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and just about everywhere else that'll let us. Um, For any of you who've been following us for a while, you know, we originally started way back in the day just on some random website. And then we were on we've been on YouTube, kind of hit or miss, uh, just busy schedules. Thomas was in California living as is making some coffee right now. Oops, sorry. Uh, No, it's okay. It's great. And uh, (laughs) and uh, then Thomas didn't have Internet for like six months. I don't know what happened. It was pretty crazy. It was weird. It was weird. That's a story we will get to. But as we kind of begin our new journey here, you know, I thought there's another game that's coming out that Thomas is playing literally right now, Destiny 2. That's kind of, you know, coming out, brought came, a, out. came out, brought us all, to, <laughs> brought us all together. And uh, I thought we, we should take it. We should look back as Destiny 1 has pretty much just ended. Let's look back yeah. at, Des- at Destiny. Talk about its three years what we thought, where it came from. Uh, Thomas, you're probably the best to talk about kind of the production side of Destiny, what we were supposed to get and what we actually got. So I'm still, I still have some vagary on the details, but everybody knows that there was a major shakeup at, De- at Bungie over Destiny pretty early on. Um, I guess in their, their internal beta testing, they had a lot of testers come back in regards to the story saying like hey this shit is exactly like halo one or very yeah. close to it and i guess Dest- or i guess bungie had a almost allergic reaction or the upper levels of bungie had an almost allergic reaction to that um yeah because which... they went full like raise the earth on it yeah so... and they and you know is that really a bad thing it wasn't hate wasn't halo one great and halo two great and halo three pretty good except for the ending and halo odst kind of average and halo reach <laughs> amazing and I halo four ODST. trash really i, I did I, 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 okay, I liked it for what it was trying to be more than it was okay i'll admit that yeah didn't the game had to make that no Bunch so every every halo up until reach including reach was Bungie. Was Bungie. And then four four and five were three four three. Four and five were three four three and four was awful and five is 
good if you play multiplayer warfare and terrible in every other regard. Did um, Bungie did Bungie make uh Halo Wars? No, that was Ensemble Studios. That was the last okay. game Ensemble Studios made before Microsoft taxed them. Okay. Okay. Well, so anyway, back to Destiny. So from what I've understood is that they pretty much had to gut the entire story like six months before the game like came out. Wow. Isn't that pretty much? Yeah. Isn't that pretty much? Pretty, what, yeah. Pretty much what happened is just like the head writer got got the boot, essentially. Their lead composer left not that long afterwards. He left after Destiny released. Um, they went through and, and like did a whole bunch of stuff to the story, which is why campaign feels kind of or felt kind of weird in like not only the pacing but the general threads of the storyline and all over the it's all over the place it is like there there's a a connecting thread between a lot of the issue like a lot of the incidents that you play through in that game but for the most part it feels like things are kind of just shuffled around and and some things lead like some storylines lead nowhere and other ones have an odd amount of like a, a weirdly specific amount of attention given to them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I mean, and I'm, I'm remind me, I'm pretty sure there's isn't there footage like beta footage and early trailer footage like you were supposed to meet the queen's brother at uh, the Cosmodrome and he was supposed to be like a completely different character. I mean, he looks the same, but it was like I, he was going to be play a different role. I would not be surprised that that was the case. I haven't seen I that footage that, personally. Uh, I thought so that was. I, would, I thought I, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's footage out there of that. Well, but nonetheless, I mean, there was a lot of different setups for a lot of characters. I'm sure. Like I know the speaker was supposed to have played more of a part. Um, the EXO, the stranger, was supposed to <laughs> be a thing. Play, yeah, <laughs> yeah, be a thing. Wow. Yeah. She disappeared real quick after that game, and, and has it and has it come back? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So really, I think it's kind of interesting. Just Destiny's because originally, you know, we also had. Um, Peter Dinklage as the ghost. Uh, you know, people kind of forget that. Like, oh yeah, we've had this different ghost for well, two going on into the third to, year now. But to be fair to that, that was more of an issue of schedule. Like Peter Dinklage mm. was really, really busy with uh Game of Thrones and that was picking right. up. And let's be yeah. fair, Bungie did kind of lose their major um like direct, uh, voice acting director to three four three when the split happened. Oh, and okay. So Peter Dinklage's uh, uh, acting in Destiny 1 wasn't the greatest. I mean, he had a lot of really good lines, he had a lot of good deliveries, and then he had a lot of mediocre delivery and then things that didn't yeah. sound quite correct. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the other thing is, Peter Dinklage isn't a voice actor. Obviously, no. he's a, obviously he's a really good actor, but just mm-hmm. because you're a good actor does not mean you're a good voice actor. And it's probably something that's kind of different. I mean, he's in Game of Thrones where, you're, you know, you're speaking in a different kind of dialect than you would be when you're you know space pirate kind of hero things um <laughs> whatever it is we actually are in destiny if you want to give us a i mean we're guardians but you know, say, we're guardians. <laughs> oh yeah but i mean you know, like we're so. space wizards space knights and jackasses <laughs> i mean space hunters yeah called hunters well, <laughs> well anyway so thomas Ezra and I did not play Vanilla Destiny, so could you kind of tell us about how what Vanilla Destiny was like? Well, Vanilla Destiny was 
I mean, if you played the launch for Destiny one, Destiny two here, it's pretty much exactly what we got. You essentially <laughs> had a storyline that took you to all the different planets. There were some side missions, some patrols you could do on those planets, but for the most part, it was a single story. Well, I'm not in Destiny one. It was more like several different story threads that got started and went nowhere. But uh, <laughs> essentially, had you go through all the planets and kind of fight a big bad situation and once you've dealt with that everybody's all happy and then you get the raid uh pretty much and it's the... almost the exact same situation setup for destiny 2 so if you're playing destiny 2 right now that's kind of destiny 1 like what we went through yeah and uh you know the other the interesting thing i think uh you know now that we're it seems like since we've learned more that um their story got gutted like six months out. Do you think that they originally wanted Vault of Glass to be designed by a different team because they wanted it to be unique? Or do you think they're like, hey, we need somebody to design the raid? Oh, that's... You know, I could see it either way. I really yeah. could. I'm, I don't, I'm, I could... I'm, I've been leaning more towards, I think it's they didn't have time and they gave the raid to someone. I could see that. I think the raid was more of a situation of like them kind of looking at what they were building out because the raid itself didn't have anything to do with the storyline whatsoever. No, it, it was more of like everybody during the destiny campaign was kind of, or like in flavor text and in side conversations always like referred to the, the vault of glasses. Like, Hey, the Vex have this crazy vault where they have uh, just uh, connections to time and space like if you go into the vault you may never come back because you may end up in a completely different time or a different reality yeah um like i know there were like uh uh codexes and stuff like that that would refer to mm -hmm. yep. ghosts getting lost in the vault of glass and ending up in like the fight between exos and the vex or on the home planet of or armed aliens that are blessed by the traveler aka the fallen uh hint, yep. hint. um <laughs> and, and stuff like that yeah <laughs> but in the end like the vault of glass it was like okay well that's going to be our first raid is invading the vault of glass and kind of exploring it out as guardians now that you've kind of fixed the big bad issue uh mm. and that's how we got the vault of glass then later on crota and oryx and wrath of machine all those would be more based on those the individual storylines for that expansion. Vault yep. of Glass was just a separate thing. It was more of like, hey, we're free now. Let's go on a big badass adventure into this crazy Vex time prison. Yeah. See what and happens. I think uh, I think we can all agree as that Vault yeah. of Glass is still the best raid in Des in yeah. Destiny One. <laughs> yeah. It's easily really the most it, entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can like four man it. It's oh, just Atheon, right? That's Atheon, yep. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. Oryx was fun. Crota was a buggy mess. And Wrath of the Machine was Wrath of the Machine. It was really, really good up until the last boss who is fucking technical as hell. Like yeah. <laughs> if you fuck up a damage phase, you wipe the party. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> that bad. And there's and Vault of Glass and Vault of Glass just has this like uh, it just has this like mysteriousness to it. Oh, we can go this way. Oh, we can go this way. Whereas a lot of the other, like Crota is like about as straightforward as you can get until you get to the bridge and you're like, what are we supposed to do again? Like, uh, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that bridge has killed more it's... fucking fire teams than Crota himself. <laughs> and Crota's a buggy motherfucker. He still Crota, is. Crota is. And you know, the funny thing is, is like, well, you, we talked about this, is like, uh, Crota's the one that people solo. Like, that's how that's how a lot yeah. of people yeah. get their, fla- right. their flawless raider. I'm like, I don't know how you do it. Because I still don't know how to get over that bridge. Like, okay, I, <laughs> I guess you don't, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> It, you know yeah. the funny thing about it the funny thing about that bridge is like people were like okay people like you had to, you'd have people go hide and like people were like okay you need to kill yourself and then <laughs> like we'll bring you over later it's like we had to like find one you had to you had to find ways to break the game in order to pass the raid like <laughs> oh yeah i remember one of the techniques for a while was uh any any uh guardian with a high jump so like uh titans and warlocks would take this really convoluted path up a wall so they can jump up above the map and die yep. above mm-hmm. the map. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Which means when you respawn, you would just respawn on like the only living guardian that was still out there. You wouldn't respawn where you were, or you wouldn't respawn at the beginning. Then you'd have a hunter build the bridge, whoever, or like a hunter and two sacrificial pawns build the bridge, who then run off and kill themselves while the hunter cross the bridge dealt with all the enemies and everybody would respawn on the hunter yeah yep. that's how that went yeah. <laughs> yep and you know what else you could still never find an lfg anyone who could run sword oh i've run sword okay i do this all yeah. the time okay buddy like, <laughs> you LF- and every other cheeky motherfucker out there mm-hmm. yeah Des- destiny lfg during crota must have max galley must be able to run sword <laughs> sword yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be, to to be fair sword. to be fair to the people who ran sword on that sword running sword on crota was a hot mess because as, yeah it was as we said crota is a buggy buggy boss yes. like yes there's times when you down him like essentially the the way it would work is you'd have the the, the minion phase so you'd kill mm. all the minions until a sword dude ran out You'd kill the sword dude, somebody would pick up the sword, and then Crota become vulnerable. And you only takes damage from the well, he only takes serious damage from the sword, but in order to sword him effectively, you need to knock him to one knock him down to a knee, which mm-hmm. that's what the Galahorn would come into, because tracking yep. mini rockets, so you essentially yep. hammer on him with rockets until he fell, took a knee. Then somebody would run up with a sword and start hitting on him. The pattern was like two lights and a heavy. That would give you three hits, and then you could bug out for him to stand up so people could hit him again, so you could get a second damage phase before you couldn't damage him anymore and this then the whole cycle restarted. Uh occasionally he would just get right back up. He just wouldn't care. He'd be like, Oh, knee, and I'm back, and you're dead. <laughs> and as yeah. soon as anybody died, or if you Yeah, it was if anybody died, he'd summon this giant orb that would try to wipe the party and if right. you all shot the orb, you could destroy it to stop it from wiping. But maybe, like, maybe it got it got, got easier lucky. as time got long. well. As time yeah. went on, it became easier. But for the most right. part, yeah, it was just as buggy. Like there'd be times when you'd be hammering on it with all like your high powered rifles and everything like that, and nothing would happen. Just wipe. Yep. There's nothing you could do. Yeah, but that was yeah, Crota. Jeez. At, and that's also kind of when everybody learned what uh, Bungie's priorities in terms of fixing things were. Yep. Yeah, which brings us, which brings me to uh, what I want, our next little thing I want to mention here. So this is a, so after Crota, when we, was when House of, so then we got to, went to House of Fools. So this is right once I kind of started playing Destiny. 
Um, House of Wolves brought us Prison of Elders, which I loved and actually still is like probably my favorite yeah. game mode. Um, as this is right when you started playing too, because you you started playing right yeah. once I I had been playing it for like a month and I was like, as you need to check out this game. Like yeah, and I basically was over at Matt's and I was like, uh, he would go to sleep and I would pick up sticks and just start, you know, entering uh, uh, <laughs> through Destiny. Yeah, it was hilarious. I would stay up to like four in the morning. I'd be like, okay, this game's sick. I need to like, you know, get involved. So yeah. That's yeah, so so and that was thomas going off of what you said um we're figuring out what bungie's priorities were in terms of fixing things that's what i like to refer to as the summer of the hand cannon oh uh, god <laughs> when when hand cannons ruled supreme is like if you did not have a hand cannon primary you were pretty much a joke maybe were, mida maybe red death but and you if had you were a have, playstation 4 player if you Hawk had moon. a Hawkmoon, you were yeah. a monster. Yep. yep. Yeah. I wanted Hawkmoon, and uh, I I was grinding for it all summer. I had Thorn, at least. So I, I had Thorn, and I was rocking it. And God, you would, like, two-shot people, sometimes, like, one-shot people, if you got really lucky, and they had, like, a little bit of damage to them. And I was getting, like, 37 kills a game. And then, and like, keep in mind, so like everyone was talking about how broken it was. I mean, constantly yeah. you go on the Destiny Reddit or any like Planet Destiny or any of these things, and they would, there would always be a thread about a thorn in Crucible's side. Like, <laughs> <laughs> talking about how, how broken Crucible was. And Bungie even said, remember, when they were talking about how they were going to rebalance the weapons, they put that out in like June. And they're like, yeah, yeah we're not going to rebalance those weapons until Taken King, which is in September. Yep. Yeah. what <laughs> i mean that was back when when hawk moon could one shot somebody across the entire map uh, like yep. across the entire any map even some of the yep. big maps because yep. destiny and... one had both like the small uh six on six maps and then the big six on six maps with vehicles that nobody liked because vehicles weren't fun um yep. and uh and last word was like utterly ridiculous too you could because you could yeah you, there was that there was that thing where like just something to do with the timing of how you'd pull the gun out you could like pull out like as you were pulling the gun out you could like get a shot off like it was like jacked up <laughs> it was like, so ridiculous but and that was you I, could pull auto that gun if you got one shot off you got all six off yeah it was so, so yeah. insane it's still my favorite gun, Did, uh, just cause. yeah Go ahead. Hey, well, didn't somebody, uh, one of our friends, get Hawkmoon like way before you, Matt? Like you were trying yes. to get Hawkmoon. Yeah, like like you had tried. Oh, who was it? Was it somebody Thomas? Got it. Like somebody, yeah, he was using Red Death. Not this Thomas. Like, our, no. yeah, it was our buddy it was Tom. Tom. Yeah, our buddy and Tom he got it. it. He was like, eh, "I'm good." He's like, I'm <laughs> "Oh, <good."> a, what <laughs> a fucking monster!" <laughs> like, oh, what is Matt? Like, I was yeah, so pissed because he had it twice. He like got yeah, it and then got it again. He's like, ah, whatever. I was like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> it's okay. So when I, I almost, I almost did something terrible. So when I was first playing, I didn't really know. I was like, okay, what exotics? I didn't really understand like all this stuff. And so the first thing I, the first exotic I got was I went, I went and did my Prison of Elders. Um, and if you did the prison developers thing, the first time you do it, you get an exotic out of the chest, right? The queen's chest. And, um, I was like, I got this sniper rifle and I was like, this thing sucks. And so I almost, I almost discarded, I almost broke down icebreaker. Like, <laughs> so I was like, I was like, God, this gun's so slow. This gun sucks. And so I was like, well, 
I, I literally was all I like I was right at the end of like dismantling. I was like, ah, I'll keep it. I'll like I guess I'll ask I'll ask somebody <laughs> if it's worth it. And everyone was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Because Icebreaker was like it was just like Gallahorn. It was like just as difficult to get. And so yeah, yeah and so I got it. And then and then I got it. I remember I got it again. And our buddy uh, Red um, mm-hmm. from England, um, who we play with online sometimes, he wanted Icebreaker so bad because he played a lot on the Xbox version, then bought a PS4 and started playing on that. And he was like, man, I had Icebreaker on Xbox. He's like, but I can't get it on PlayStation. And I got it again. Oh, I, remember, I remember sending him a message of my second, of two Icebreakers in my, in my like, left. <laughs> Yeah, and he was like savage. I was like, <laughs> I never, never got an icebreaker in my in my oh, entire really? time in Destiny One. Never got one. Yeah, wow, wow. I mean, I got a, I got a Hawk Moon in like the beginning of year two because they gave everybody a uh, engram for year two. They're like, hey, that's what I got. Here's your exotic weapon. Yep. That's what I got. It was I loaded up I loaded up Destiny two and I got that legacy engram and I got Hawkmoon right at the gate. Oh, yeah, I was like, oh fucking yeah, Hawkmoon. And then I read the patch notes. Oh, it got nerfed into the fucking ground. Right. Oh yeah, it was yeah, I know. It got us. I know. Um just but, okay. head in hands, yeah. depression sets yeah. in, you're just like, oh so okay. So before we talk before we before we start talking Taken King, um Thomas Actually, and I wanna oh go ahead. I was going to say, uh, I just remembered there's a lot of your one that I kind of glossed over that are ki- that's kind of important to mention. Okay, um, I was going to talk about one of our, uh, one of my favorite gaming moments ever. Well, I figured you'll just edit this together and drop this section right when I was talking, so it didn't look like it made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, <we're... laughs> Go ahead. Okay, I don't like those laughs of, yeah, we're not going to edit this shit. Yeah, we're not going to edit I don't edit. I don't edit. This is it. We one cut it here, you know? Uh, don't even start <laughs> that shit with me. No, we'll, yeah, that's... yeah, we'll see. Go ahead. Better start editing shit. We're going big time with Podbean now. We better be editing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's true. Right. We got to step, step our game up. So. Go ahead. <laughs> that's right. You're, you're one. But, uh, I just, I, it completely dawned on me. I'm like, oh, yeah. I forgot that getting gear in Destiny One was the hardest bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, getting so, exotics. There was well, not even just exotics, like legendary engrams. Legendaries oh, yeah. were hard to come by. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, a lot of legendaries weren't that good. Uh essentially the way it worked is this is like before light levels. So you just had pure gear stats. There was no there was no like, hey, I'm light you know 250 whatever i can now take on you know this this and this it was more of like hey this gun does like two more damage that works for me but coming across that gear was really really hard so like you had something that essentially you had people looking for ways of kind of minimizing the grind or at least streamlining it and thus the loot cave was born Oh um, yeah, the loot caves. Yeah, th- this is something important. So yeah, the big one was on in the Cosmodrome on Earth. Uh, there was a cave in oh uh, Sky something. Uh, essentially, yeah. what you'd have is you'd have everybody in that instance sitting in front of this cave, waiting for these hive enemies to spawn because they spawned in groups of like three and four, and they'd run out of the cave into just a hail of gunfire. Just everybody would sit there shooting for hours, for hours, just to get anything. And mm. back then, a legendary didn't guarantee a legendary item. You had 
a range. So a green engram would get you a green or a blue. A blue would get you a green item, a blue item, or potentially a purple item, a legendary item. Uh, purple engrams could get you a green, a blue, <laughs> a legendary, or an exotic. Which means oh, even terrible. if you got a purple engram, even if you got a legendary engram, the like the second to last tier of gear you could get, you may get the worst tier of gear outside of the <laughs> whites that stop dropping at level ten. Yeah. Oh, it and was, remember, this yeah, is the reason why people hate Master Raul. This is why people hate yeah. the scripter <laughs> is because you go to him, and you're like, I got a legendary engram. I'm gonna get some gear for my character. I'm gonna become more powerful for once. Oh, you gave me a motherfucking green motherfucker. I will murder your entire family. <laughs> not only oh that, but, not only that, but just the, the the comments he has are like, oh, that's not very good. It's like, yeah, I yeah, know, yeah, bro. Like, yeah, no doubt. No shit. Where, where's the gear I was promised? I got a purple, damn it. Where's my purple? Yeah. Well, not only Thankfully, that, but <sighs> that shit ahead. never survived your one. Thank God. But, yeah. you know, oh you know, Lord. something. Something else I was just thinking about in terms of like I was. Um, do you guys remember we used to have to go back to the tower to turn in bounties? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that was the thing at first. Although I kind of missed. So the original bounty system that they had in beta was a lot more in. Well, I mean, it was the same beta system as what came out in Destiny One, mm-hmm. or the same bounty system rather. But the yeah. bounties were more interesting in beta. Like, there was, like, hey, kill a bunch of enemies with arc damage, or, hey, roadkill a bunch of enemies with your sparrow, or, hey, do this so many times, and whereas once Destiny rolled out, it was kill this many enemies. Yep. Loot this many chests. Yeah. So I saw I saw one of those uh, things in Destiny 2. Um, it was, like, take an enemy's pike and kill 20 enemies. One of the challenges. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe they'll maybe they'll be coming back. We'll see. Yeah, there's definitely a few fun ones in Destiny too. But it was just like coming out of out of beta because I I mean I played the beta for Destiny One and the beta was really really good for that game. Like you had access all the way up to like halfway through the moon or not halfway. No, actually it was like the just the start of the moon, the first first mission of the moon. But you had the entire Cosmodrome and the moon open to you. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. And then Crucible was everybody was like level ten. You couldn't go past level ten, but you had all the abilities unlocked to them, and you had all these like blue guns that were pretty much the same. It was the most balanced Crucible had ever been and ever would have been in that <laughs> yep. game. Crucible wow. was never the same after beta, but it was really good. It was a lot of fun. Like there was never a moment where I was just like, "This is bullshit. That game should not that that gun should not be allowed in Crucible." There's yeah. no moment of just like, what the fuck is going on? Why is that hunter not dead? He should be dead tw- like 12 times over. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, super yeah. armor. Or, God, this is super cheap. God, hammers are super... God, blade dancers are the most cheap cheap thing. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. They're, they're mean... Yeah. Crucible, let's be honest, was a mess. <laughs> Destiny one's Destiny one's Crucible, yeah. It you're uh, it was an absolute mess. Destiny two so far seems to be uh better. Uh, it, is, is the word. I mean, <laughs> we'll we'll, but, we'll have like we'll we'll have our definitive review for that. Yeah, we'll have our, yeah. I mean, yeah. We we, we definitely have, have there are things to say about Destiny two, both good yeah. and bad. 
but that's yeah, we'll not yeah, we'll here. stick on we'll stick on Destiny one. But so I here's a question for you guys. So before we got to Taken King, getting exotics was like either extremely lucky or you had to like grind raids and stuff like that. But do you think that before we got three of coins, when you got an exotic, it felt like more like worth it? No. Hmm. So that game awarded exotics so randomly that yeah. there, it wasn't ever. It didn't feel like, oh, I worked hard for this. It was more like, oh, I showed up late to a crucible match. I only got one kill and you gave me a Suros regime. Thanks. Or, Gal- or, or Gallahorn. Dude, <laughs> Gallahorn. Do you remember? Do you do you remember when like on YouTube like you could watch like Galahorn like videos of people get if people streamers who got Galahorn and were like losing their minds like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. like I will Galahorn's say that like great, but I don't know if insanity yeah. is wor- like it's insanity yeah. great. I um I will say that like one of the guns I really wanted was the last word because I had Thorn and I was like man that gun just seems really cool it's like an old West pistol or whatever and I was like tr- I was like that was like it was fun when I'd go into raids on LFG and people would be like, oh, here's what I, I hope I get this. I hope I get this. And I was like, man, I really hope I get the last word. And then like it was like a Friday. I remember it was a Friday morning. I like woke up and I was just like, oh, whatever. So I pop, you know, pop in Destiny. I'm just I jump into one match of Crucible and I like came in at the end of the game and I just got the last word. And I was like, OK, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it, like, it doesn't it yeah, never felt like. like- it never felt like you earned any of them because it was yeah. just the way Destiny One handed out gear was so haphazard and random. It's like, yeah. oh, I didn't get better gear for doing good in Crucible. Yep. You gave me literally a coin. Yep. You, you gave yeah, me a was, trials yeah. coin, and that's it. And everybody yeah. else got like legendary shit. And you're just like, yeah, okay. Wait, when yeah. did they have those? Uh, the like, what was it like a like a quest to go? When did that start to get the exotics? So that was Destiny. That was Destiny One. Those yeah, are, that, that was that was, that was, that was, that was the base game. One. Yeah, because yeah, that's the one. only time I felt kind of like, okay, this is cool. I'm gonna go do a series yeah, of things. I mean, at, was, at that, you know, yeah, but at that point you were working for it. You were working towards that right. goal, and when right. when you yep. hit it, Thomas, what was your first exotic? Uh, Suros regime, and I got that out of Crucible when I was playing with a full fire team, and oh my god, that was the first exotic that dropped for everybody, <laughs> anybody in that fire team, and everybody was pissed. As, like, as oh, yours was, you your first one is your first one was Mida, wasn't it? I don't actually remember, man. The first one I cared about was Mida. I think I yeah. had oh, I, I don't even know. Like, like was hard light around back in the yeah, I remember, yeah. I got yeah. a crap ton of hard hard lights, man. Before like, yeah, when hard light I was remember, like I went, when hard light was literally the worst gun in the game. Like, yeah, I was getting like. <laughs> Because not only were so, auto rifles terrible, but hard light specifically was yeah, terrible. That was so garbage. <laughs> to be fair to hard light, uh, when Destiny first launched, um, balancing was way different from when you guys came in. Yes, auto rifles was. were actually like okay. So, so wasn't Sur- wasn't Suros like king? Suros was the best auto rifle, but hard light was definitely usable. I mean, mm, to yeah. be fair, this was this was back when fusion rifles just were a monster. Shotguns yeah. could shoot fucking miles, and uh, hand she cannons is. didn't care about range. You could probably shoot somebody in <clears> orbit <throat> with one. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it was a whole different game. But Suros regime was a boss fucking gun, and Hardlight yeah. wasn't much worse. Well, and you could get that out of the raid out of one chest that had a high drop rate. 
Yeah. yeah. Is that Plan C? Well, it was either just, Hard Light or Plan, plan C. C. Yeah. Plan C was good too. Uh, I just remember like anytime we would be playing like trials or something, we would pull out Hard Light as a joke. <laughs> yeah, we would. Yeah. It's Hard Light. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, right up end, until the... No Land Beyond came out. Then that yeah. became yeah. a joke. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, and then so we almost our, won so... that serious game. We did. With, with we fucking did. no lands. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, Ballisto, Nick, and uh, mm-hmm. I, Thomas. Yeah, we were all we were all using we were all using no lands. And I think Thomas's was a year one no lands. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we, I was riding a year one in fucking trials. If year and we pushed two it, we pushed like, it, we pushed it to game five. It was it was hilarious. <laughs> actually, that's a, that. I have actually that footage is up. It's one of our videos. Uh, I, I use it nice. as on on our youtube God. yeah we were using one of the most obnoxious shaders at the time chrysanthemum we were, too. We yeah, were yeah. no land beyonds yeah, yeah. Like, which, we, we'll, which will take us to year two but before we hit year two i want to talk about one thing real quick so one of my favorite video game memories or like moments ever was we thomas and i had grinded everything and we're like okay we've gotta beat scolas so we can get our year one emblem so and so a little bit a little bit of backstory. Uh, at the end of year one, they were they started doing this event where it was like, hey, if you complete all these moments of triumph, essentially if you do all these like kind of milestones, you'll yeah, get like, an emblem in year two. Uh, and then I think they also gave you like a shader, yep, um, and a couple other things. So it was like, all right, we'll go ahead and and you know get this done. And we had been kind of we, we got all everything. But Skolas done because it's like it was yep. beat, you know beat, beat the three raid bosses, uh, loot all the golden chests, do something else, something else, something yeah, else. do something and, crucible or iron, yeah. complete iron banner, yeah, all that stuff, yeah. But uh, we hadn't done Skolas yet, and we were just kind of like dragging our heels until like the final day. Yep. <laughs> and uh, like it's, it's like it's like the eve of Destiny Two. <laughs> we're like, we yep. gotta do this. It's like, like the last day we could get this. Literally in the last. It was literally the last twenty four hours. And to be honest, I'm pretty sure we finished at like three a.m. And Destiny Two like launched, or Destiny Year Two launched at five a.m. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd believe it. Yeah. Oh gosh. It felt that close at the very least. Yeah, but. but- I will say we did have one. We had it the the week before they rolled out the new weapons patch. Yeah, because mm-hmm. because I'm pretty sure that we were actually using one of. I think I might have been, or you might have been too, using hard light. Like because no, the hard light. I wasn't used. I didn't have hard light at that time. But uh, yeah, I think you did. Yeah, I think you were think rocking I, hard light. Hard light. Yeah, because because that's something that changed. It's they changed in year two. They changed the way it looked when it fired. So it's more like firing energy streams as opposed to like little sprinkles. And when the uh, fucking laser light <laughs> show began. God yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So go ahead with our yeah our death. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we LFG'd some guy. We're just like, hey, we need to get this shit done. And he's like, yeah, so do I. Let's do this. Uh, we <laughs> hopped into Skolas and we were just like. All right, somebody look this up so we don't fuck it up. Yep. Uh, we, blast, we blasted. We blasted all the way. To, we blasted all the way to the end. Like, okay, we got we got to skull loss. I'm like, all right, we've got to do this. Like, yep. I think it only took us like two or three tries actually, but yeah, it was it, hella close. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, we were getting I mean, frustrated. We were all just like, this is gonna be our last one. This is gonna be our last one. And we said that like, <clears> like two or three times. Yeah. And it was, man, it was hectic because 
you you know you have to run around and you got to carry the orb and like there were definitely thomas is a warlock and i think that guy was a hunter um yeah i think it was two hunters I, and a warlock at that i point. think it was two, hun- you yeah, a two hunter hunt- and he was a hunter yeah two hunters and warlock and there was definitely one moment i distinctly remember we're on like the back little edge um and like the other guy died i had the orb and like it was like i was like i was like Okay, we have like three seconds. It's like counting down. It's like, oh God, three, two. And like Thomas was dead. And he was like, Thomas was like, it was like, he's like dying. It's like, boom, self rest. Like literally like a split second. Like just boom, self rest. Self rest. It's like, thank God. <laughs> that, that was back in the time when a warlock could save anything because yeah. self res, self res would cancel the countdown. So like whenever yep. you died in a no respawn zone, whenever you wiped, uh, it would count down from like three to one or three to zero, and then it would restart you at the most recent checkpoint. Um, mm-hmm. Unless you were at nightfall at the time when it would kick you to orbit, which changed in year three. Um, yeah, thank God. Yeah. But uh, so what would end up happening uh, is that like a warlock would hold on to their self res in case the, the party wiped on like a, a raid boss or a really difficult area. And then when that timer was counting down, if you self resed, you would cancel the timer because you'd be alive and you could run around and you had none of like the negative status effects until they were reapplied this worked on crota uh where whenever he would use his um like oversoul that's what it was called oversoul uh to wipe the party when everybody was dead it would start counting down and you could just revive and then revive your entire party and Mm -hmm. you'd still be rocking crota and that definitely saved a couple games of uh uh you know crota like just reviving at the last second when Crota was weak and just like, <clears throat> oh, we're taking this fucker yeah. down. And uh, back and back yeah. when the other thing on LFG to play trials was must be Max Warlock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. If you saw a warlock in trials, you were just like, Yep, he's a sunslinger. Yep. That fucker's yep. gonna revive and yep. round three is gonna happen. Yep. He's got but, yep, uh, he's got he's got self res. But yeah, I, I, I remember that because it was like uh we were right there. We were pretty much really close to beating Skolas on that one. And I don't remember if that was the one we beat Skolas on or not, but it was just like everything was going wrong and popped it at like the last possible second. Mm. Somehow yeah. managed to save. Yeah. I don't remember if, if you died on that one and it was I was just you running I, around for I, a little bit. I think I did. It was. Yeah. And I remember, I remember at the very end when he was like so close to being dead, it was kind of one of those things where it's like, oh God, like, did <laughs> yeah. we like. If we keep going and Thomas, because I remember distinctly Thomas is like, no. And Thomas just like charges him and it's like unloads everything. It was kind of like, a, it's like, we're just going all out. We just got, we have to. And like, it's like, yeah. Because I think you had like be, a rocket. I think it was, I think it was one of those things where it's like, you had a rocket launcher. You like jumped at him, like fire the rocket. You die in the air. Like, it, was, <laughs> it was pretty sweet. I know I have it saved and it's, I'm sure it's in one of the videos I posted on, on YouTube, but oh, it was just so, it was just, it was so funny. Uh, yeah that was your that was year one year one of destiny was it was a lot of fun it was it was kind of a hot mess so now we get to year two where things improved quite a bit we no longer had to go back to the tower for bounties um we got i don't know that was an improvement guys honestly (laughs) (laughs) we got we got three of coins the uh we got to go three of coins that first week was glorious Mm -hmm. we got to go to the dreadnought which actually was a pretty cool area and it was kind of unique that was fun um dreadnought and then we also got the taken a new air quote new enemy type but it was essentially a remix of all the uh, most of the major enemies uh that have been prior and it was a neat idea 
Yep. And I do like some of the enemies, and I fucking loathe some of the enemies they created. Yeah. Taken Scions <clears throat> are God. forever my hatred. Like, yeah. they are yeah, my first true. target. Or they were my first target. Well, then, no, I guess they still are yeah. in Destiny 2. Like, I'll, I'll charge those fuckers down at the first opportunity yeah. I get. And uh, we, the big, I think the, probably the biggest change in year two was the addition of a third subclass. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't have, we only had two subclasses. Wow. Before, before Destiny. Yeah, before Destiny, Destiny year two, we, 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 everybody only had two subclasses. This is crazy. There, there was there was no Palpatine, you know, warlocks. There were no there were bow like, hunters and and uh, hammers. Hammers didn't even exist. Nope. Yeah, can we go back to those days? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> now the dark side of the force is here to stay, whether you like it or not. Because <clears throat> I love it. So what did you, so what did you guys think of uh, when you first got your new subclass? Get the Palpatine subclass, as we like to call it. Um. Well, I. I I thought it was really neat, just like the little journey you had to go on, and then make yeah. freaking you know calling lightning I, down. So, I think I think my favorite part about that whole thing was the little subclass quest because it wasn't like you just uh, in Destiny in the first year when you got your second cut when you hit like I don't forget what it was. It was, I think it was either like ten or fifteen. You yeah, it was just like hey, you've unlocked another subclass to work mm-hmm. on, so your gunslinger can now become a uh what was blade it a dancer. blade dancer or mm-hmm. your your bubble titan is now a or your your shock titan is now a bubble titan yep but yep. uh with the third subclass you had to go on this little like quest and it was kind of neat they weren't really like involved but it yeah. was fun to do yeah yeah it was fun to do <clears throat> the hunter one i was really cool just you know cade six you know that ah, is great you know probably yeah the best of the vanguard <laughs> yeah you know he, he's like he's like yeah you know titans have their walls oh, warlocks yeah. have their books but you know we got the void it's like, yeah it's sweet Jesus. and but you know so the the addition of the third subclass is cool and it and it changes the game that and i think swords I think really kind of changed the way you could play the game. Oh yeah. yeah. So speaking of Cade, something else changed in year two, and that was a lot of the voice acting. Yes, that's true. So in, in year one, uh, Cade especially, Cade most notably, I should say, uh, had a really kind of serious tone to him. He was just like every other quest giver. It's like things are bad. We need to go mm-hmm. fight for good, and. He didn't really have much of a personality, and same yeah. goes for a couple other characters. <laughs> Which is so funny because now he's like the face of the franchise. <laughs> yeah, now he's like he he is in some people's words, essentially uh, budget Deadpool. Which I don't yep. know if I exactly agree with, but no, I can see that. No, I, I can see where they're coming from. I just don't exactly yep. agree with it. But yeah, they gave him a lot more personality and a lot of his dialogue. He was he played a bigger part in the storyline. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the other characters got a lot of uh, interesting dialogue and kind of personalities added to him. So it was definitely like an overall change for that whole storyline or for like the whole storytelling mm-hmm. aspect of the game as well. Yeah, Destiny 2, the story improved a lot. It still wasn't perfect, but it was at least you were able to follow along. Excuse me, and there were, uh, you know, and there were actually like cutscenes, you know, like yeah. actually mm-hmm. more of them yeah. made sense, and yeah. 
and a lot of cool strikes. I, you know, I like the Shield Brothers. I think was pretty cool. You know, and we got like because huh. everyone had been complaining, like, "Hey, when are we gonna get a Cabal expansion?" And while uh, we got a Cabal game, so we have a Cabal game now. Yeah, but put, while I, we could put that but, one the rest. Yeah. But I, you know, like the Taken King, at least the Cabal were kind of more of a, a main focus because, like, hey, they were the ones that crashed into the dead not dreadnought, and. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, not it wasn't a cabal expansion. They, it was they, they weren't a main more. focus. They were definitely a player, but I would not say they were a main focus. Right, yeah. right. Um, so uh, I guess really the other thing I want to talk about in year two is the addition of Sparrow League Racing, and then kind of some of the <laughs> events oh, wow. we got, like the Halloween event and things like that. Oh yeah, that was terrible at racing. God, <laughs> so, I, thought, I uh, loved racing. Oh yeah, it was great. It was fun, but yeah, it was garbage. <laughs> well, it was just—it was so funny because I remember so often you'd be playing with people in LFG in year one, and that you'd be, you know, you'd doing patrols or whatever, and you're, you know, you're riding around through sparrows, and they're like, "Man, wouldn't it be fun to race these things?" Mm. It was like, it was like everyone was kind of like, "Uh, yeah, it would be like." Well, I mean, there were like there were there are player run leagues already for it there was a racing league and there was a stunt league mm-hmm. so there were there were people like there were literally i remember somebody uh one group mocked up a poster for a stunt event on mars where it was like hey you know come to get, like party up with all these people and and we're you know we're gonna host a stunt event you just film your best sparrow stunts on in these areas on mars and uh you know we'll we'll kind of they had like prizes i think and wow. yeah they had like their competition online they they posted their videos online so there was mm-hmm. definitely like that's awesome there, yeah there was definitely precedence yeah. for it and then they released sparrow league racing and it was like okay i can get behind this 100 yeah. percent. yeah so uh so part of the thing with sparrow racing was that you know when taking king came out everyone's like okay when's the next expansion and rather than expansions, we got microtransactions with silver and uh, some, I guess, quote, free events <laughs> rather than full expansions. Yeah. Which, <clears throat> eh, I don't know how I feel about it, but it was okay, I guess. Oh, okay, that was a text message coming through on my phone. <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead. Uh. As Thomas, as what do you think? What do you think of instead of getting expansions, we got free events like we got the Halloween event um, and Sparrow Racing and like the weird March update. I thought it was pretty cool. Like I liked the, uh, I loved going to the tower and seeing it all you know, decked out and stuff. And then, you know, you just get to like wear the uh, what was that? What was that uh, that jackalite? Like, uh, oh yeah, you were wearing jackalite. We got at Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Although there was, was Thomas, there wasn't there a jackalite event in year one Destiny. Uh, there was. So, I mean, that, though, was a lot less involved. Like, yeah. So, the year two events, they, they, you know, changed up the entire tower. So, the tower would be decorated with, like, Halloween stuff and light lanterns and stuff like that. Uh, all the characters would be wearing masks, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Christmas mm-hmm. event that would come later was also just, like, snow everywhere and big old, like, shiny stuff everywhere and whatever. Yeah. But year one, it wasn't nearly as involved. Yeah. Like, there was definitely a little bit of an event 
you can collect things, but for the most part, it wasn't super big. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, one of my favorite parts was getting raisins. Right? Did we all get raisins? Yeah, yeah we got raisins. raisins. <laughs> and there were there was there were so many people who were posting like on Reddit and stuff like, oh, I'm holding on to my raisins. Like, yeah. hell yeah, oh, I did. yeah, yeah, we did for a long time. Like, I know something's, something's coming, something's good, something's, something's coming, and, and then they did, and something, and something did, did come of it in year in year three. Or, yeah, we got yeah. the at the at the next Halloween, we got event. to yeah. ascend our raisins, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right, oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so one other and then event, we got a fucking celery stick, that bitch, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's jo- everyone was joking that we're just she's, we're just leading to ants on a log, and so that ever, like the joke the joke is that this year we'll get peanut butter. You know what I mean? Like, oh you know. my god! Um, like it, it's kind of it was kind of leading up into that. Like I know raisins, celery, of course. You know, peanut butter had to be next. Yeah, yeah. could still be. We don't. You know, maybe we'll get in Destiny too. Yeah. We'll see. But uh, so one of the other events that we got in year two but we did not get in year three was the valentine's day oh yeah crimson candy event yeah i mean we got the crimson candy got the chocolate ghosts doubles 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 is a sweet game mode and i don't know why they didn't bring it back in year three i'm not gonna lie i think when like like either matt myself or matt and thomas or you know we could we could wreck some folks in doubles doubles Oh, yeah, doubles is, doubles is a lot of fun. You know, it's, it's just the idea of like when you your when your buddy gets killed, like oh, then you like yeah. go crazy and you know you become yeah. you become a lot stronger. Yeah, you got yep. a damage boost, and I don't think you got an armor boost, but uh, yeah, it also worked like elimination. So if you could stay alive long enough, you could revive your your partner. Yep. So right. Yep. Yeah, yeah yep. it was a really good game mode. That yeah, it's kind of a mystery as to why it didn't come oh. back. Um. Didn't there, wasn't there a the, when you did the crimson candy? There was like a crimson candy connection or something yeah. that you shared. So like we'd be doing trials <laughs> at some point, and somebody would just like have one of those and just like light it off. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pop, yeah, hey, getting getting that connection, getting that connection. Right. Yeah, did nothing as far as I know, but it was great. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess we should probably just go ahead and talk about year three now, because I I don't year two was kind of was taking Kang heavy and then at the beginning of the year and then kind of filtered out really until t- until rise of iron came out well i mean there was there was a couple major balancing changes in year two just overall but, yeah like they were definitely they were definitely kind of trying to figure out how to make crucible less crucible but mm-hmm. never really succeeded in the end yeah but uh yeah so uh yeah i think let's just go ahead and jump into rise of iron rise of iron yeah. The last expansion of Destiny One, which was only thirty dollars, mm-hmm. and was like four story missions. Yeah. It was like five. <laughs> like five. <laughs> yeah, that one extra mission. That one extra mission is a real big, real big, you know, deal. Hey, man. It was. I mean, you got Lord Salad. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. that, was, that was sick. Yeah. It was it was it was a quality of life expansion. I will say it that really it, was. it it really improved the quality of life in Destiny. We got was that when we got private matches? That's when we got private yeah. matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, they changed a lot of how like gear you you earn gear. So like in Destiny One, I mentioned it was really really difficult to get gear. Like yeah. shit, would just would not drop 
legendaries could be the worst type of gear or the best type of gear. It's just completely random. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. They changed that a little bit in year two. So like when you when you got a legendary drop, it was going to be a legendary or better. Um, But you still have to rely on the luck of the draw to actually get a legendary item. Okay, it was never guaranteed. And then Rise of Iron came out and they're like, you know what? Fuck it. Uh, Whenever you turn stuff into people, you're going to get your gear, your your light level or better in gear. Mm-hmm. Um, up to a certain point on blues and up to a certain type that point on purples depending on how you got them so like you turned in stuff to saladin and and you know earned engrams that way you'd get up to like i think it was like oh what was it it was like 380 or something like that uh or, yeah no, no it was it was like yeah yeah it was 380 after the raid came out uh yeah wrath of the machine and then if you earned it from Wrath of the Machine or the Nightfall, you could potentially get up to, was it 390 or 400? That I think it was, maybe it was three. I think 400 is where it ended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was so much easier at that point to earn gear that was better for your character because it's just like, oh, I can do the things I already want to do and not have to worry about like getting something that's 20 light levels below what I already have. Because yeah. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. And I will say, like, the area we got, like, you know, being able to go to, like, yeah, the mountain, you know, that was, like, that, that was really cool. And then, the last the, like, city. yeah. Yeah. The redone, um, the redone Cosmodrome was, a, was really cool. You get to go into, like, the different, the different version of it. Um, and both the Archons Forge and in year two, we didn't really talk about it, the, uh, court of oryx i thought were really cool like oh hey let's put these in the patrols to kind of make patrols a little bit more fun and exciting yeah give you something to do outside of running patrols endlessly like the patrol missions themselves kind of got dull after the first 20 times yeah and there was and the whole idea was that you'd you were supposed to see a lot of people out in those worlds and you would not (laughs) hey actually (laughs) side note here uh because thomas has talked a lot about like you know in the beginning days of you know the year one destiny yeah. you guys remember farming right oh yeah farming oh yeah for like, for like relic iron and spin metal that oh was yeah oh my god I just, <laughs> I just thought of that i'm like that was my favorite part i would just spend i used to farm for matt back when i didn't even have a thing i would just be like dude can i just go like find all these you know things i, I figured out where they all would spawn or where they would come back to was that, yeah, <laughs> those are good times that's what yeah. that's what I would do in between loot cave runs is just like start doing loops around that area. Yeah. Grabbing yeah. all the chests, grabbing all the uh the spin metal. Yeah, I don't know why that was so satisfying, but what you couldn't get relic iron and, and spin metal and stuff like back at the tower, right? I mean you couldn't Nope. Yeah, you, no. you'd have to go get it. And that's what you you'd need it to upgrade your gear. Right. So you'd have yeah. to go get it. Yep. You had to have it, yeah. <clears throat> oh man. Yep. Those yep. the days. Yep, yeah, you yeah, you yeah, you had to have it. Um I guess Trying to think of what else I have an outline here, but it's more mostly covered most of it. Let's just quickly talk about let's talk about the factions. I knew that was coming. Mm. The factions. So there's like the, the, I guess the three I, I I consider them the more they're you know the the three main factions. You know you've got Dead Orbit and uh, New Monarchy, which no one cares about, and Future oh. War Cult. <laughs> yeah. yeah. FWC in the house. No, but yeah. So you had you had they were like the crucible factions. Like these are the people yeah. that you would go out and you'd 
you you know you'd you'd get well i think originally you had to like wear a piece of their gear and a shader mm-hmm. in order to get anything yep. from them yep and year then, one yeah you, year one you'd have to wear their gear to get yeah. to get rep for them but then later on it was just like hey uh every week you can pick you know like every week you can yep. switch between the three you'd get a special mark and you'll just get reputation for them and you'll get like a bonus if you wear a shader or a yep. piece of uh, or a, a class armor for them which was yeah you'd have to you'd have to pledge allegiance to them yeah so i mean you'd pledge allegiance to future war called or dead orbit i mean i don't know why yeah. anyone would pledge allegiance to new monarchy simple because they yeah. wanted to finish out their exotics i did but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Just i that. mean it originally like factions would give you literally faction gear and it mm. would be better than like your crucible gear or whatever and it was just another way of getting legendaries um mm-hmm. it was kind of a real slog because you only earned so many points from each crucible match and by the end of it you had to get like 2500 points to level up every level yep and crucible would only give you like 50 points per match at best mm-hmm. uh which it, it changed like eventually you could start giving them stuff to level yep. up so you could like give them motes of light or yeah, yeah. Give them various yep. materials or oh yeah yeah motes of light yeah they're not even in destiny 2 no, yeah nope i just yeah, realized that i was like oh yeah motes of light where have they gone <laughs> destiny 2 got a lot of rid of a lot of currencies and i think it's better for it but once again that's for another time um, that is Man, I miss Motes of Light. Okay, well. <laughs> but Motes of Light were cool because you could use them to level up your like, gear because yeah. you actually had to do that. You had to like yeah. whenever you got a piece of equipment, if you wanted to use any of its alternate scopes or any of its alternate perks, you actually had to use it and level it up, or just burn a bunch of Motes of Light to unlock it because that would give any your gear experience. And um, in year one, you could use Motes of Light to re-roll your guns. Uh, that was like. That was a limited thing in like the end of year one, and it only applies oh, really? to the end of year one guns. Well, okay, so that was House of it, that was House of Wolves, which is what that I was said House of Wolves, and like specifically House of Wolves, it was really weird. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, but it, I will say one thing. Uh, in year one, when you leveled up your gear, you wouldn't be able to, like it would start out at the weakest uh, amount of damage you could do, but you mm-hmm. had to level yep. it up in order to make it do the maximum amount of damage. Oh yeah, and what did you? Have to, uh, what was it uh, something? Oh god, what's that called? Your, Ascended uh, shards? Or no, 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 the the light. It was like the orange ball of light. You'd have to get. And you oh, could only get yeah, it from ascended light. energy. Yes, it was, it was, wasn't it etheric light? Etheric uh, light. That's what it. Is. Etheric light. Uh, it, yeah. yeah, that's right. Ascended energy and ascended shards were year two. Yeah, this is before, no ascended. Like, no, you're right. Ascended energy and ascended shards were. No, you you're right. The ascended energy and ascended shards were what you used before. They were in the game before etheric light. That's what you had yeah. to use before. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they, they did. Oh god, upgrading weapons was such a mess. Like until it, it became, they were like in year three, were like or year two, where they're like, fuck all of this nonsense. Yep. Uh, year yep. one, you had ascendant shards and ascendant energy, which you needed to upgrade your weapons and armor to their best, their best value of armor and damage. Um, yeah that was that was for everything before before um, crota yeah, before crota, after yep. crota it was etheric light and etheric energy uh which you yeah. would then use to do the same only with crota shit uh yeah. 
And then they kind of realize that, hey, this is getting really dumb. We have no backup plan for when we get like six expansions deep into this nonsense. Yep. <laughs> uh, so screw all of this. Your weapons don't need to be upgraded for damage anymore. Uh, you just need to upgrade it to be able to use stuff. Yeah, which was the smartest move they ever made. Um, and then, uh, and then we just went to infusion, which was a much better idea. But oh god, infusion was brilliant. Essentially, taking like if yeah. you had a weapon that you like to use, but you got a legendary that had better stats, mm-hmm. you yep. could infuse that legendary into the one you like to use to raise it to that level. Originally, no. yep. yeah, good. When it first came out, though, uh, it would average the two. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that was crazy. That was so frustrating. I, was like, I know because I'd be like, I'd be like, man, I just got this like two seventy art. Well, I really like these like two twelve boots I have. Okay, well, two thirty six. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that nonsense got show- sorted out real quick because everyone's like, yeah. "This is really dumb." And Bungie was like, "You know what? You're absolutely right. This is really dumb." <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The things Bungie listened to and like the things they didn't are just so bizarre. Yeah, so like I know we were talking that, earlier we, about learning. Yeah, we, uh, we were talking earlier about learning about what Bungie's like, what Bungie's priority when it came to fixing stuff was. Uh, essentially, what we meant by that was like during Crota, they would fix every every little bit of cheese within like weeks of it being yep. discovered. Like yep. they yeah, would be yeah. hunting down ways of getting around most of the issues of that that raid, but they would never fix the raid itself yeah, like yeah even, yeah if you find yeah you find a way to exploit the game oh they're fixing that right out the gate yeah loot caves yeah we're patching that out but <laughs> one shot it in crucible ah I'll be all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking crota not taking any damage because fucking crota's broken yeah you'll get around it somehow but oh yeah. jumping across the bridge in a way that doesn't use the bridge because the bridge nope. is a really yeah. annoying nah, fucking nah, that. Yeah. Nope, you're going to you're going to slog through that nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Like even now, even at the end of Destiny 1, Crota still does not work properly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you remember Do you remember when we used to, we would used to have to go to orbit and then come and then rejoin a fire team in raids. I don't feel like wiping. Just rejoin. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, to be know. fair, some of this stuff like needed to be fixed. Like that yeah. kind of thing. That was totally yeah. against what they were trying to accomplish. That's reasonable that it would get fixed. But yeah, and there were some issues that just never stopped occurring. And it was like people yeah. were finding ways to get around these issues. And yeah, it yep. would break the game. And yeah, it would not be within like the way they wanted it to work but it was like we want to play this game we want to play it the right way but we can't because it simply does not work yep so they would fix every they would fix every workaround so it's like we want to play this game correct but it's not worth playing correct please stop making it like either make it worth playing correctly or stop fixing our ways of getting around your bullshit yeah (laughs) they never listen so I will say, though, like one of the things to, to give Bungie credit, uh, I want to mention two guns specifically. No time to explain. And then in year three, the cost off. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's like it's just it's just so bizarre. It's this company, they're just so weird. Like, you know, they don't fix things, but then they will listen to the fans and they you know, they brought back the cost off year three. Yeah. OK, go ahead. Have it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they, like the exotic cost off, which was really like a really mm. cool idea. But when it first yeah. came out, it was 
kind of mediocre. Essentially, yeah. the whole point to that gun was it could become a pulse rifle, a scout rifle, or an auto rifle. Yep. Um, and you could change how it specifically acts as those various yeah. archetypes. In theory, that's a really neat idea. In practice, yeah. it wasn't worth using. Yeah. Did you did you keep an original Kostov from the very oh, beginning yeah. of the game? Yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah, shit was in my vault like and immediately for, and, after I used it. And there for a while, I think it was year two once like the Kostov um or once auto rifles became good, because it was like the only gun in its archetype, it was like really usable. Like it was like in I mean, regular crucible when it would. There, there scale, were videos you know? of entire fire teams rolling in the crucible with costovs, like year <laughs> yeah. one starting costovs <laughs> and wrecking face. Oh yeah, it was so sweet because in you know crucible everything yeah everything scales so it's just like right. yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, at least normal crucible yeah yeah normal crucible yeah an iron banner or anything like that okay um as we're kind of moving towards the end here so. I want to uh, just open up to you guys. If you had to pick like a favorite memory of Destiny, what would you pick? Mm. Wow, one memory? Yeah. What's if you had? If you had? If you had, if you had, if you had to pick? You had to pick your single one favorite Destiny memory. Oh my gosh, dude, um, that's super hard. Like, that's yeah, that's super hard because it's so many. Okay, or maybe two or you know two. So or many three. good moments. Okay, in that let game. me give you a couple a couple good moments. One of my favorite moments was we were in the tower and Matt was trying to show me how to get up in the tree. (laughs) (laughs) So simple, but so satisfying. And then I passed on what I had learned to another. And I showed someone else how to get in the tree. You know, it's like, yeah, that was the cool, you know, the social piece of like the tower that was like, oh, yeah. Well, Thomas showed me how to glitch into the hangar. And, yeah. I'm like, oh, and then awesome. I showed and I showed as like, hey, I gotta, I gotta check this out. Man. Right. Like, showed me to do this. Yeah, that that's that's a cool piece. Yeah, like passing passing stuff on and learning from each other. It's just yeah. so cool. I yep. will say, Destiny Destiny had some of the best social moments I've ever had in any like real MMO. Yep, like the tower, all the social spaces, the tower, the reef, and mm-hmm. uh, the mountain. Yep, we're mm-hmm. all a lot of fun to just mess around in. Like yep. there were times when I would just kind of just buck around in the tower for like hours. I wouldn't yep. even play like the actual shooter. It was just like, I'm going to see what nonsense I can get up to in the tower today. Like, <laughs> Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to climb into the rafters of the speakers like area, or I'm going to mm-hmm. jump into the tree and see if I can't make it onto one of the, uh, one of the pillars that sit kind of splitting that main well, section. Yeah. Yep. Or, or start like a dance party. Right there. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. One oh on. yeah, man. Oh, or like yeah. playing, dude. I I will say one of the, yeah some of the best times I had. This, I was playing a long time with uh this uh, he was like this like I don't know he's probably like fifteen or something like that just some kid in London and uh, for some reason I got grouped up with a lot of people from England I don't know why but it was just really cool it was like one of the, I was like right when I was right just kind of started Destiny and we were like raiding together I just got an LFG and we were playing or whatever. We were we were waiting on some of his friends to go on to raid again. We were just uh, we're just in the tower chilling, and we just talked about like politics, like all the stuff, like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. how's he was like, how's America, how's England? It's just cool, you know. So right, a lot of that, a lot of that, like social that social stuff. We like we played soccer in the tower for like an hour. Like, yeah. Was, oh yeah, it was oh man, it was so much fun. Like, although I think. I think hands down some of my favorite moments actually came from Crucible. Now, 
I have never really been a fan of Crucible outside of that glorious golden beta moment, yep. mostly because mm-hmm. Crucible has always been a hot mess of balance issues. Yeah. And it really stems from just the nature of Destiny. Essentially, all the guns have various archetypes and they all have their own stats and you can change them around. You can edit those stats. You can give them different perks and abilities. Um, and so the whole thing becomes just this weird, impossible to properly balance clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. But that first round of Rift, when they introduced it, in oh yeah year two yeah (laughs) that first moment when you just like sprint into the goal and just dunk that energy ball into their rift and cause a massive explosion get like four kills that was so beautiful you're just like ah i feel like a total boss i will say some of the some of the times some of the times we'd all play crucible together and a review playing trials and like we're up against teams that are gonna wreck yeah i mean like yeah yeah. we'd we'd play teams that had gone flawless before because you know you'd see it from the emblem and like i know i know like one or two times we actually pulled it off but we would be (laughs) down like we'd be down like oh four it's like fifth match and we would just message them come back start now (laughs) oh the first time we actually pulled that shit off and we were all just like laughing we couldn't stop uh, it was so hilarious because you know they're like oh fuck these guys like (laughs) oh you know there was rage on the other end you just it was just are you yeah (laughs) are you fucking serious like What the fuck, bro? This is fucking you know, it's like oh you know, they're just like you know, there's like losing <laughs> their minds. Oh, so oh bad. yeah, the best part but was we, like Matt Matt used to imitate the other like you know Oh my god, so great. Seriously, just uh, messaging people, comeback starts now. Like yeah. you do it every time. You'd always message me like, All right, I'm messaging them, I'm messaging them, yep. comeback yep. starts now. Yeah. Oh, so like the two or three times we actually pulled it off. Oh god, was, <laughs> you know they had to be pissed. Just yeah. so oh. great. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, certainly Thomas Arscolas. That was epic. That was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. You know, when we did the uh, when we did Oryx and we were just all dicking around with like swords swinging up the, like the side of the the thing. Like that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Oh man! That, that so was, you mean the, the wall with all like the the yeah the that would slam you across the way? Yeah, that that slant that slam you around. Four manning, four manning Atheon. I think that was the first time. As I think it was me. Oh yeah, you Sarah. I think I think Thomas yeah. you were there in there too. No, yeah, I was I not. I did oh, not. You weren't in that man. It nope. Okay, we four manned it, and that was yeah. the first time a bunch of people in the group had ever beaten it, and right. that was that was that was crazy. That was, yeah, that that was crazy. Oh, dude. Keeping the hangar door open. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I mean, like, dude, we were passing. Like, we, we got every. We even got uh, It wasn't in yeah. our our uh, fire. It team wasn't in group. our group. Yeah. yeah, and he figured out. He's like, we got to keep this hangar door open, and we got to stay inside here. You could tell he was like dancing yeah. with us. Oh, my oh god. dude, playing, uh, playing six man, playing six man like clash and stuff, where you all just hide in like a little corner. I was a team, like, oh, you know, those, those guys just get. So upset. Well, because then, like, the first guy would come in and, like, six of us just wreck him, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and then it's like, after a while, like, it'd be like four or five in a row. And it's like, oh, all of a sudden you could ter- start to turn the time. It's like, oh. Yeah. But I mean, like, occasionally, you, you like, if you were playing against a bunch of randoms and you had that situation like, where 
they would just you knew they were not communicating whatsoever right. because like one would run in get murdered another one would run in get murdered this first one would come and run in get murdered two would come in get murdered and right. they would split up and it would just be like it'd <laughs> yep. keep happening right yeah yep. and then yep. you get the groups that definitely were on comms because they would come in fucking like full force no yep. nonsense all civic six of us are gonna rush these fuckers yep. yeah oh as as recorded and recorded Oh my gosh! Yeah, the we would like that was said. We would be we would beat like teams in like first round of uh, trials, and yeah. they'd always be like, "Oh, recorded and report." Like we're not cheating. Like, like, we're not. Che- yeah. Dude, like if anything, guys, we're not that good. That means you're really not that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. One of my favorite things I think uh, Thomas probably experienced this is like when you're playing trials, right? And it's just like you're. Like, like your buddies have died, and you know you have self-res. And yep. you know you can just self-res <laughs> for the win. And you've got two guys with their backs to you. You know you've got also double fusion grenades. And it's just like, doink, doink. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, it's just one of the best feelings. Oh, yeah. You're just like, all right, this is how we're playing this now. Mm-hmm. You looked mm-hmm. away from the warlock. You're right. now going to have to pay Never. for this mistake. Never turn your back on a warlock. I mean, Ever. stupid. Oh my god! You wait until that counter is gone before you take a breath. Like that's right, that's right. I have definitely been on both sides of that. There have been moments where I've had that's to true. focus on like another enemy, and I hear the those self res noise behind me, and it's just like, right. oh shit, uh, just got real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Pick your single favorite piece of exotic gun gear and armor. Ooh, that's ooh. easy for me. That's easy. As we know, his favorite gun. Easy. It's it's Mida. Yeah. Yep. Mida all the way. And your and your favorite your favorite exotic piece armor. of uh, armor. Yeah. Oh gosh, I don't even know. Mm. I wore that uh, the vest. How was it? I, I could get double fusion grenades. That's all I remember. It was oh, like, what was that, was... Thomas? A vest or uh... Vo- not void fang vestments? It was it's no, the other not one. void fang. Well, void it's, fang uh... vestments would give you a second. No, it wouldn't give you a second you would grenade. Spawn. Would you... you would you would always spawn with one. Yeah. Full, yeah, which was nice. Yeah. But you're talking right. about shit. It has a year to Starfire Protocol. There Starfire it is. Protocol. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. I, I wore that all the time. Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thomas. I think so. My favorite exotic is going to have to be No Land Beyond, just because of yes. just how silly of a weapon it was. <laughs> And how scary it was when somebody was good with it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was never oh, good with it, but I always enjoyed using it. Because um, mm-hmm. yeah. essentially, it was it was a sniper rifle that had an iron sight, and that's it. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That is the only gun of the game but, like that, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. It, was, it was a primary sniper rifle with an iron sight, but it had a really fast, uh, uh, you know, two reticle. So essentially, you mm-hmm. can aim down sights real quick with it. Um and it was a lot of fun to use. Never good with it. But like I said, you see some of like the videos of people who got good with it, and they are scary. Mm-hmm. They're monsters. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yep. As for my favorite armor, I think it'd have to be Transverse of Steps. Oh, wow, yeah. Like, I was always a fan of... I mean, essentially, the way they worked in in, in Destiny 1, they're, they're back in Destiny 2, but they work a bit differently. Uh... In year one, whenever you ran, you like you'd run over ammo and it would reload your gun. Mm. Um, and then it also gave you—I want to say it was a boost to movement speed. 
I yeah. think. Yeah. But, and I didn't use them all that much in Crucible. In Crucible, it was always going to be like uh, uh, the, the what is it? That didn't, that came out during Obsidian Mind. That didn't yeah. Because that, that was not a year one. That was not a year one, though. That was, that yeah, was, was year Taken King. King. Okay. Uh, yeah. Obsidian Mind was really, really oh, good, God. but. I mean, I mean, you you'd have to, to it, if you ran that obsidian, yeah. If you ran that obsidian mine, bad juju combo. Oof. Oh God, that was. <laughs> but I I I would think transversal steps had to to beat it out just a little bit, just because I had more fun with transversal steps. Yeah, I mean, being able to nova bomb real quick was great and all, but transversal steps was a real interesting thing, especially if you were rocking like a heavy machine gun. Yeah, because you were in the middle of firing that, and mm-hmm. you walked over heavy ammo, and you just had it full clip all over again. Yeah. You just kept yeah. on firing. Yeah, I uh, for me, it's tough because icebreaker. Oh, we, know, we know what your favorite. Well, is. well, icebreaker, icebreaker was my favorite, but then it didn't get carried over to year two. Because if it had, then it would I would have stuck with it. But so obviously, the last word is my favorite. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but my favorite—I think my favorite armor piece—is going to surprise you a little bit. My favorite armor piece is actually kind of boring. It's the uh, crest of Alpha Luffy. Mm. Really? Because I mean, I'm yeah, not just, surprised by it, but well, just because like hunters didn't really have that great of exotic pieces, uh, exotic armor, um, and the crest of Alpha Luffy, I I felt like, oh man, that's like a supportive role. And so, one, I could use it for trials. And, and when, if you rock that with uh, Night Stalker, man, and then you rock the, the thing where you push out orbs, you'd push out, like, 11 orbs mm. above. above. Yeah. And so it's like, I just want to play support. Like, I just want to help my team out. <laughs> like that. Right. So, yeah, that was, that was my – those are that was certainly my, right. my setup. They, I would say Year One Hunters had, like, terrible exotic gear. Yeah. I mean, overall, you had, like – fucking raspberry which was worthless you had oh my god knucklehead radar which was good or but not yeah, really but, necessary yeah because a lot of guns had third eye and you yeah. rock mita you're set yeah that's good yeah i mean and, and then like celestial nighthawk which is great in pve but terrible in pvp so yeah hunters had things that was like it's very good for this one specific thing but they didn't like uh-huh. you they didn't have exotics oh. that were like well-rounded Effectively, if you saw a hunter, they were rocking like one of three different pieces of gear: either the triple jump boots, crest yep. of Alpha Loopy, or knucklehead radar, because they just didn't know any better. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, that okay. was that was year one hunters, mm-hmm. but year year two and year three was much better to hunter yeah. players. Um. Yeah. So last thing here, I want to talk about. We're going to talk about Destiny's legacy. Where does it sit in the all-time first-person shooter list, Thomas, now that it's pretty much over? It's fun to play, but let's be honest, the story's a mess. The expansion packs went nowhere. Like, fucking Rise of Iron was a collection of all, like, their scraps of a storyline they never got to put into the main game, and so they just kind of hucked it out all at once, let's be fair. I wouldn't rate it highly. Okay, wow. It's really, really fun to play, but it doesn't even breach the top ten. No, I would not put it in the top ten. Would you put it in the I, top one? Would you put it in top one hundred of all yes. first person shooters? Top I would 50. put it in the top one hundred because it's fun to play. But I would, it. W- I don't know if it, I think it would be top fifty, but it wouldn't be high up the top. Like it's, okay. it's Destiny one was really, really fun. Destiny is a 
wonderful game to play. Bungie knows how to make a shooter play well. That story, the expansion packs, just the fucking bumbling with how they were updating stuff and and kind of you know fixing cheese rather than fixing uh, raids and, and strikes. Mm-hmm. I can't ignore that. Yeah. As I know, you, you, yeah, you, I, I, you don't you don't have a lot of on the on the history yeah. of first person shooters, but not really. I mean, I mean, for me, it was like I guess also where I came in at. I learned about you know bugs and things, and like the, I learned the problems with Destiny all from you guys. So like to me, yeah. it was really just um, I just had fun. I enjoyed it, you know. So it's a game that yeah. like. We yeah. had that summer, Matt and I had this summer where we just like basically camped out of his house and just plowed play Destiny. <laughs> Destiny, like literally, we'd go to the gym, come back, and, and get on Destiny. It was just like crazy, but like so, I kind of overlooked a lot of you know flaws, I guess, uh, just because I enjoyed it. I was playing with my friends, so that was kind of yeah. like that was yeah. that was a cool piece for me. That's why yeah. I'm looking for like the ne- if you guys recommend something, it's like what are we doing next? You know, obviously we're doing Destiny too, but what else do we, right. we move on to? So that's just I don't know. It's a good, yeah. good experience. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say this about Destiny. Um, it's certainly it's one of my favorite games ever, mostly because of the social things it did. I've met a lot of cool people playing Destiny, like online and stuff. Like people, like I have friends now on Facebook because of Destiny that like I never would have talked to, and we like talk on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, Destiny has actually, in a lot of weird ways, changed my life for the better. It's, <laughs> it's just like it's kind of weird. I mean, like <laughs> it you, is. Buddy. I mean. Well, I mean, it's kind of weird. I mean, like, it's actually like people, people, like even like friends who I'd had before that I thought I'd never talk to again, like yeah. have come back in my life because of Destiny. It's just weird. So a lot of socially, it's a it's an excellent game, um, but in terms of quality and things like that, I'm kind of with you, Thomas. I'd probably put it in the top fifty, probably like in the in the forties somewhere. I'll say this, and, and this isn't like this this isn't saying it's like terrible, but it's probably the know. worst. It's probably the worst game Bungie has made since Halo One, but then again, Halo One, Two, Three, you know, Breach are all great games. Um, oh yeah, it's it's pretty obvious one weekend that Destiny Two is like so far better, <laughs> like so far above and beyond Destiny One. Um, get, I mean, and we'll definitely yeah, once we'll, again we'll get, get to this. We'll get, we'll get we'll get to we'll get to it too. But I will say this: the game I felt improved as it went along. Um, oh, definitely. Def- definitely and uh i think it's a great building block for where the destiny series will go and uh yeah that's kind of my thoughts on it all right well. anybody have any any last any last segment thing you, want, you guys want to get in about destiny uh just that i haven't uninstalled it yet <laughs> i don't know guys me either yeah um, it's still there i couldn't do it so like, yeah i gotta wait and see how destiny i'm waiting you know i feel like there's gonna be something where we need like they're gonna they're gonna say hey if you log into Destiny One you can get this I just, I just feel like yeah. some, there's there's I, I, I can feel, see them pull that I could see them doing that too <laughs> like God. so yeah so I'm waiting so it's crazy okay hey guys box trick 3.0 is we're calling it first episode in the books I think went pretty yeah. well uh yeah so we'll now be on Podbean iTunes Stitcher still on YouTube just about everywhere um. As where can people find you on social media? Oh well, actually, you can find me um, on Instagram at WompRat underscore two meters. And you know what? That's also my gamer tag. Gosh dang it! So go ahead. I wish we still had private matches. All right. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Bring go it. Ahead. 
Bring it. I got a fire. <laughs> I got a fire team. I got my boys. All right. So yeah. No, but yeah, yeah. You can find me there. Um. Also, challenges the, out. Yeah, yep. it's just out there. I'm always open for a little one v one. You know. So, um. Also, run another podcast called Second Breakfast. Uh, run that with Matt. And yep. we, need to have, we need to have Thomas on that actually sometime. We will. Yeah. Got a lot to say. So, um. Yeah, we're. To. Yeah, so yeah, I actually have I actually have a a, a video in mind. Um, I just bought. Oh, the, yeah, you're I just that, yeah. I just bought the novelization version of Metal Gear Solid One and Two. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I gonna, I think I've read those and they're terrible. <laughs> well, oh, well, okay. Well, I'm gonna make Ez read them since he's never played the games, and I, I kind of oh I kind of ha- have, knowing nothing about it, I kind of want Ez to read them and then tell me what he like what the story is so i can just <laughs> so i yes. can just see what it is without having okay any idea and so then we'll, okay we'll, we'll we'll publish it yeah. on both podcasts and see i just i, I just because i've really i've always seen them and wanted to read them um but I'm like i know the thing i well, i know the i know the story so like I'm hoping to correct Matt at some point, like according to the novelization, you know, <laughs> and my my millions of hours in Metal, at least certainly in Metal Gear Solid Two. It's by far, I mean, without yeah, it's one of my most played games ever. Yeah. Um, it's obviously the reference towards this channel, right. but uh, yeah, well, I'd say you could find Thomas on the internet, but I don't think he has Twitter or Instagram. I don't exist on the internet. Still. I'm I'm Good a for you. illusion. Yeah. Um, sorry. You can, I, I say I don't exist, but you know Facebook has a shadow profile just yeah, a million miles deep yeah. on me. <laughs> that's true. Well, you can uh, you can always just leave comments, and I'll, I'll relay them to Thomas. But you can find me on the internet at, <laughs> at Super Making Games Bros. feel bad now. Just, 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 it, yeah, it's fine. Just about <laughs> anywhere. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, stay tuned for more. We'll be posting more. And, uh, as always, thanks for listening.